Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. This week on Sci-Fi Talk, my episode 18, I'm Tony Tolado, and I look back at the podcast episodes I released this past week. Creating a character in TV or movies is really a collaboration, as long as an actor are given that freedom. Such is the case with Kirsten Bangs Ness in creating her character of Garcia in Criminal Minds. She shared that with me a few years ago in the podcast that aired this Monday. And ah. I kind of worked with, I, I her desk had nothing on it, and I would come in and I'd put it my grandmother's candy dish. Ah. Or I'd put, I started putting things on the desk, and I started to say, could she say this instead of this? Could we do this instead of this? And I would always learn it the way that the writer wrote it, but then I would say, could I... You know, so she was built from the ground up and because Criminal Minds is such a great collaborative place to work with so much respect for everybody that that it was everybody start it was like a game of it was an improv game. It was a game of yes and you've got the costume designer going, Yeah, now we're gonna do this and the writer's going, Yeah, and then the set designer and then me and and so we built her from the ground up. She wasn't a character. There so it was that was just so special. And then to go through the show and be, I've, uh, Garcia was on more episodes than any other character. And not only that, yeah. but she is the empath and she's the eyes of the audience. And she, she's very special to me. And then I was looking at, I've co-written four Criminal Minds episodes, including That's our right. finale. And yes. um, it's been really special to be able to caretake her, you know, to be her, um, her guardian. And yeah. um, how how people relate to her is so lovely because that has nothing to do with me. People are watching a two-dimensional image on, on the screen in their house. They're having a relationship uh, with somebody based on them and they don't know that. So when someone comes up to me and they get so happy and excited because they love her, I know that that means that for whatever reason, she made them feel good. And, but that's on them. That's not on me. And it's and it's super neat to be that kind of character. She's certainly not a villain, right? So it's fun to like no. play a character that wherever you are in the world. I just took two plays I wrote to um, the Fringe Festival in Edinburgh, and you know, just to have strangers come up to you and like be so excited to see you is yeah. really cool. Like it, you know, yeah. and I'm kind of an introvert, like quiet kid, so. You know, usually when someone's staring at me, I'm like, uh-oh, is there something in my teeth? And, like, what's going on? And so, <laughs> to, you know, to constantly find out that it's just because you made somebody happy is real nice. Criminal Minds and its new series, Criminal Minds Evolution, are available on Paramount+. Plus. There is more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. Tuesday, July 4th, I took a break from Trek Tuesday to celebrate America's independence with some superhero marathon episodes. Here are some samples. Aaron Pierre of the short-lived Krypton series talking about his character of Dev. He's been depicted in quite a few different ways, yeah. you know, prior to our depiction of Dev. You know, he, I think he first appeared in uh, Adventure Comics in, yes. in probably, I think it was 1961 or something like that. Hey, you did um, your homework. So he, <laughs> yeah, so he's been, he's been around for a while. And I mean, you know, he's been depicted in various different ways. I think there was, you know, the um, uh, the Kryptonian, you know, juvenile delinquent. Um, and then there was also, you know, the criminal of the Phantom Zone. And at one point, he was also uh, a Daxamite. 
But yeah. um, I think I think what we're doing with Dev now is, you know, we're paying all homage to you know the history that has been established for us, and we're now saying, hey, maybe this is an opportunity for us to establish our Dev M and how we envision Dev M uh, on Krypton yeah. two generations before you know the big man arrived. That's right. You can get Krypton, I believe. You can get it on DVD. Helen Slater talked about a moment she had with Peter O'Toole shooting Supergirl in 1984. This was at a round table at San Diego Comic-Con. He was Shakespearean. He kind of had his hand <laughs> this whole, and I was kind of like this lame, yeah, that kind of, so I had a little bit like, oh. But um, I've told this story before that um, I had these speeches from Shakespeare memorized because of performing arts high school, and one was this Juliet speech, that now is the Mask of Night is, anyway, well, it's not coming to me now. But he said to me, and I was doing it very emotionally to Romeo, you know, and he said, I want you to try it again and pretend you're holding two daffodils in your hands. And what that did is it grounded me and allowed this poetry to come through. So that's wow. a very profound memory. From an acting point of view, so that the Shakespeare could come through and you weren't distracting with your hand movements or your... And the other thing, which I just told the other table, was him saying to me this thing about, I want you to think about the word aware. Mm. And I thought, like, that's so wild. He's saying that. But here it is 35 years later, and that's a really good prompt to say to an 18-year-old. Because think about it. Like, what are you aware of right now? Where is your attention? Kind of had that Zen Buddhist something. Supergirl 1984 is available on DVD, remastered, and it looks great. Anthony Starr talks about playing Homelander in The Boys and how a collaboration forms the character. I think a lot of that has to do with not, not putting any judgment on, uh, uh, on the bad things he does. It's very easy if you're playing the bad guy, in inverted commas, um, to, to become a little bit moustache twirly and arch. Um, if you're looking if you're looking at the actions that the character character takes but i think like you know most most actors um when you're approaching anything like that i don't want to speak too much about acting but but you know you it's always about the reason why you know why 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 and it's always about what's underneath and um no one is no one is good or bad we're all different shades of Gray, and um, I think it's about just looking for that. And to be honest, um, I mean, we got not lucky, but we're, we're very uh, fortunate slash blessed slash whatever you want to call it that we've got a showrunner and writer, head writer, um, show creator uh, Eric Kripke that is just so open to experimentation, collaboration, and all, all the all the good. <laughs> All, all the good words that you want to hear when you're in, embarking on a creative endeavor. So it's really, um, it's a combination. And, and look, it's not just down to me either. It's, you know, that we've got fantastic directors. Uh, as I said, the writing, you know, it's a, it's a team effort. And, um, you know, it, 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 it ends up with a result that if, if nothing else is, um, you know, interesting and, and hopefully gives gives a new take on the, the, the stereotypical bad guy. This was a part of a two-part episode on The Boys Season 2. As of now, there's no word on Season 4 of The Boys being released. 
From New York Comic Con, here is Brendan Thwaites, playing Robin in the series Titans. It's an honor, mate, yeah. <laughs> it's a character that I had known for so long. You know, the Batman stories have been going for so many years, and um, a lot of the new ones coming out in the last, like, ten years, I, you know, I would have no idea who they were. Um, and I think a lot of people wouldn't have any idea if they weren't on the big screen. But Batman and Robin is so traditional, you know, it's so old school. Having said that, it's, you know, it's starting at a point in the in the stories where we haven't really seen before. So yeah. it was, at the same time, it was a brand new story. And um, and I feel like, you know, where we start, there's so much room to travel. You know, he becomes a different character. He uh, goes on the road with so many different characters. So it's, a, it's kind of... It's an, it's an honor to have that depth and that that um, that good material behind me, but also to be at a point in the story that carry, will carry for so long, hopefully. What's your relationship? I mean, when you said you love Batman, I was like, okay, so how are they getting along, or what's going on between the two of you and Batman? No, there is a love and a care that they both have for one another. Batman took... Dick Grayson in at a time when he had lost lost his parents and decided to mentor him and give him everything, a place to sleep, a roof over his head. So, um, so there's definitely that. I think underneath it all is that love, you know, that a father would have for their son. But, um, but the way Bruce, you know, has been fighting and uh, and the brutality and the ferociousness that he kind of that he inflicts on on his opponents. Um, has driven Dick to kind of go away and find a different way of fighting crime, and, and uh, not necessarily what he was what he learnt from Batman. And on that journey, he realizes that it doesn't have to be that brutal and that you know ferocious and that destructive. Um, and so he decides to figure out a new identity and find out you know basically who he is all over again. Titans is still on Max, but I suspect it will probably go away at some point due to the new leadership of DC Studios. There is more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. A new version of Mortal Kombat came out with Shin Han playing the iconic character of Shang Tsung. I am a big fan of the movie from the from '95, and obviously love the you know carries you know, monumental performances. It's so iconic and so me memorable. Um, so the way to start on this project <laughs> is you pretty much have to just suck it up, you know, and, and, and gather as much gumption as you possibly can. And obviously with the help of Simon McCoy and Greg Rousseau, you know, we crafted a character that was, of course, reminiscent of all the iterations of uh, Shang Tsung. It's not just Carrie's because over the last, what, almost 30 years of, of uh, Mortal Kombat lore. Uh, you have had various people doing it and voicing it, and playing it. And so we wanted to find something that captured the spirit of it, but still had something new to offer, you know, the, the new gamers, the new generation of gamers and uh, honor those, you know, gamers who have been with us for, for all these years. And then at the end of the day, uh, really, you know, you just pretty much have have to uh, get on with it <laughs> and hope that, you know that some of it sticks and lands with you know with with the fans and that was my wednesday edition and look for mortal kombat wherever you get your content after sci-fi talk weekly on thursday on friday we closed the week off with mark ramsey who created wrote narrated and produced 
inside the exorcist. There's nothing wrong with good production either. You know, that's what, the way I look at it. Well, you know, it's it, it, it's it's even more than that because all of that requires, first of all, the desire to do it. Yeah. Um, because it's incredibly time-consuming. I think for the teaser, just the teaser for Inside Psycho, which was about five minutes long, if I remember right, the audio production time on that took about five hours. Mm, yeah. That's an astonishing amount of labor to put into five minutes of audio, and it's very analogous to what it takes to make, you know, a Pixar movie, uh, a, 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 just a regular theatrical film. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a community of artists and artisans, and it's a whole lot of time and effort. I know if you add up the time I invested in research, the time I invested in writing, the time I invested in recording, the time Jeff invested in his amazing, Jeff Schmidt invested in his amazing production. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's vast. Yeah. It's huge. And yet it's, it's not just because, you know, there was a, a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow because the pot of gold ain't that big. <laughs> it was because we wanted to do something that we thought we might be able to do. We uh, liked the way it was coming out. It was coming out, if anything, better than I expected. Mm, cool. um, and it was, I think, genuinely, genuinely, in a lot of ways, new to the world. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, not not altogether, but newish. Yeah. Um, if you think about the things we did there, I mean, it we it wasn't radio. I mean, first of all, my voice is virtually the only voice in the series. So when I portray different roles, I won't even say play different roles because I'm not, you know, I'm not doing a Hitchcock imitation. I'm not doing a a William Friedkin imitation. <laughs> I'm just portraying different voices mm-hmm. who are conveying the impression of the different characters so that you can understand the scene. And then the audio brings it all to life and you're literally in it. You know, the purpose of the series is to is to take one movie, tell the backstory, tell uh-huh. the understory, around story, over story, and beyond story. <laughs> um, that's really the purpose of it. Inside the Exorcist is available at Wondery and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, that was the week. And uh, we kind of covered a lot of different ground, gaming and Mortal Kombat, looking at really a movie that really has probably known as the best horror film of all time in The Exorcist, and also Superhero Day, looking at the controversial and exciting Titans. I really enjoyed that series. And also, what makes a villain? Anthony Starr talking about Homelander and the boys. Helen Slater reflected on a moment she had with great actor Peter O'Toole when she was shooting Supergirl. Aaron Pierre started off Superhero Tuesday on the 4th, talking about Dev, his character in Krypton, and Criminal Minds actor Kirsten Vangsness, talking about how collaboration also, as in the case of the boys, helped form her character of Garcia. Collaboration's an interesting theme that we can apply to anywhere in our regular lives. And probably movie making and television making, really for the most part, is one of the most collaborative art forms out there takes a village to literally create an episode or a film. And that certainly could teach us all something. Until next week, where I look back at the podcast that I produced that week, this is Tony Tolato. Hope you all had a great July 4th here in the States. Until next time, take care.